What's up, y'all? This is Shane, uh, Batman, BK. We're here, uh, JTS show. Um, this morning, uh, Bernie Sanders was in town. Uh, I couldn't make it, um, but uh, BK and Batman went on my behalf. Well, not on my behalf, but on the JTS show's behalf. And uh, so, how was it, man? You know, you talked to some people. You uh, got some interesting interviews. You said you talked to some of everybody, from what it sounds like. Yeah, there was, um, it was kind of weird. Uh, not a whole lot of supporters out there for either side. It was kind of at a high school. Um, even, like, when we went inside, uh, there wasn't, like, I mean, we were maybe 15 feet from the stage, and there was people, like, loosely walking around, like it wasn't even packed or anything. Um, we got to talk to some protesters. Got to see the guy with the interesting painting signs again about dumb Trump and all of that. Post those to Facebook and Twitter. <clears throat> JTS Batman followed. Um, what else? Who did we talk to? We talked to that uh, kind of crazy old lady about... Crazy um, old lady about abortions. Yeah. How was that, BK? You, uh, <laughs> you didn't sound like you were too happy to speak with her. Well, just her views kind of made me a little bit upset because she was stating we had gotten in talking about the abortions and how she was against it, stating that um, it was like there's no law for exceptions about having abortions, and she believed that if you went through the troubles of having one, that if there were complications during the pregnancy, you should automatically be like pretty much forced to go through it and chance your life to save an unborn fetus. And I was like, why would you chance one life, or two lives, instead of just one? Yeah, like, I, I never understand that argument from pro-life people. And like, when it's still that early in the term, it's still legal for the abortion at that point. No, I mean, I understand if there's an emergency, and, you know, unfortunately you can't have it to save your own life, I fully believe you should save your own life. There's always a time to try again. Maybe that time wasn't meant to be it, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, like I said, I never understood that argument when people say they're pro-life, but you don't want the person to have the abortion so bad that you're willing to kill two people, basically, or what you consider to be two people, what may just be uh, a fetus, like you said, pre-gestation fetus, it might just be an embryo, it might be um, a zygote, you know what I mean? That's why they're called different things, they're not called babies from the beginning, you know what I mean, so... I've always felt like that was a weird argument, but but what else did y'all see? Um, we got to talk to the Communist Party. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us a couple pamphlets. I haven't got to read all of the material, but basically, it kind of sounds a little bit like a cult, in my opinion. Uh, they have mm-hmm. some individual ruler um, or leader. I would love to interview him. Um, to get a little bit more of the viewpoints, but it was kind of like, like you would ask specific questions about like, okay, well, what is it that y'all believe in or anything else of that nature? And they, they couldn't answer that. Um, they did say that they believe in revolution. Um, when asked about if they believe, uh, violent revolution, of course they went, uh, the generic answer route of well yeah but (laughs) (laughs) um 
which was, I mean, it was kind of interesting to, to hear somebody say out loud that they would openly rebel against the government. Um, I asked, you know, like, what kind of timeline, because you hear, like, you know, groups like Anonymous and stuff like that say, like, when they're going to drop stuff, when they're going to do things. WikiLeaks is famous for doing that. Um, but they were basically like, we just don't have enough support. And it was it was kind of good to hear somebody admit that, that they don't, one, that they're willing to do it, and two, that they acknowledge that they don't have the support. That versus they're the like, minority. Yeah, versus, like, the generic <laughs> crazies that are like, we're going to do it now. Right. Take down the government. Yeah. Today, with my shotgun and my cousin, <laughs> Tito. <laughs> right, Tito. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, that's, uh, so, okay, um, yeah, communism, that, uh, definitely doesn't work, so, and like you, like you were telling me, or like I was saying earlier, like, if they're trying to, like, throw a coup and, like, take over the government and shit, like, that's not even necessarily communism, like, that's, that's something else, like, mm-hmm. Like I said, I haven't read through all of their uh, their material, so. Um, but. It was it was interesting. I mean, I I knew that that was like a party. I just didn't know that that like still existed, and they got enough people, you know. Even though it was only like a group of like fifteen of them, mm-hmm. but still enough people to go around and pass out pamphlets and shit. Pass out pamphlets, yeah rocks the t-shirts and the gear and be like hey we believe in this mm-hmm. yeah and they stated that they were traveling too yeah they knew like chance and all mm-hmm. of that okay um which we did get some we did get some footage of hopefully we'll get that uploaded to the the youtube page yeah make sure you guys subscribe like all the videos share them um got some interviews up there from uh the hillary rally last week um, interesting interview with uh, two different women who have very different viewpoints. Just go check that out. Um, we also got some footage of the uh, Stand with Standing Rock protesters, the No Dapple um, march that was uh, going on outside of the rally. So, you know, go check all that out, share it, like it, subscribe. Um, but yeah, so. Man, Tuesday is is the election. <laughs> so what do y'all like what do y'all think is going to happen? Like honestly, like based on what you've seen and just interacting with people. Now granted, keep in context this is like one small area in Arizona. So Arizona is supposed to supposedly like a, a battleground state this year. Usually they're a red state. Usually we're a red state, I should say, but um so what do y'all think is going to happen? Um, I mean, me personally, I I think Trump's going to win the election, and I think that because of the people that I know that are supporting him. Not that I personally do, I don't. Um, I would hate to admit it, but I'll probably end up going Democratic on this one just to make sure, or try to help make sure that he doesn't get in office. Um, but for my my viewpoint of like my friends and that scope is. He's going to win this shit, and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate to I hate to say it and shit, but it's, it's kind of like at the point in my mind where I'm like, you know, people say, joke and shit and say like, oh, well, I would go live in another country, but I'm like, if people shit gets People might bad, really do it. 
I don't know. I mean, but at the same time, it's not going to be bad for me necessarily. <laughs> right. Genetically, in his statistics and shit, I got the lottery, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think Hillary's going to win. I still think Hillary's going to win. Um, I think it's going to be close, though. I think it's going to be a lot closer than some people are uh, speculating. Like, I think it's... um. Like, I heard, uh, I think it was Steve-O from TYT say that he thinks Hillary's going to get about 310 uh, electoral college votes. I don't know. That seems, I think that might be a little high. Like, I think you you need to get 270 to win. You know, I think she'll get somewhere between 290, 300. I think that might be a little closer to the, the margin that's actually going to happen, but... I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be really close, but I don't know. I'm gonna be tuned in uh, on to the uh, the TYT live coverage of it. They're gonna start at 1 p.m., uh, so I know I'm gonna be watching that most likely all day. And uh, you know, maybe maybe I'll interview some people <laughs> at work just to see uh, what they're what they're thinking, and you know, if they're gonna share who they voted for or whatever. Um, so maybe I'll do that. But aside from that, I know I'm going to be watching the, the TYT coverage. So I'm excited. I'm nervous, but, uh, we'll see. By the way, just if you follow, if you subscribe on YouTube and you see that the featured channels on there are all TYT affiliated and you hear me mention TYT a lot, it's just because they're big influences. Like we're not affiliated with them in any way. Like that's just kind of. The um, a mentorship, if you will. Yeah, that's like the network that kind of sparked my interest in politics. So, that's that's why they get a lot of mentions on here. I don't want to get any anything misconstrued, though. We're not affiliated with them in any way. So, just putting that out there. But we love y'all. Um. So okay, found out something interesting about uh, what is it? Um, that I forgot whatever the number is, but it's the legal marijuana. Uh, oh, Prop- mm-hmm. Proposition 205. Yeah, and it's something different in California, but found out something interesting, and I'm going to get you guys' perspective on it. Um, as it, like, so in California, as it stands right now, if you get caught with weed, anybody, if anybody gets caught with weed, it's supposed to be treated as like the lowest priority crime and you get like a ticket or something like that for it. Like you don't get a record, you don't have to do probation, you don't have to go to court even really. You just like pay a ticket and that's it for getting called weed in California as it stands right now. Now, if they vote to legalize it, it's gonna be legalized for people over the age of 21 Um, You're going to be allowed to have up to an ounce on you. You're going to be allowed to grow up to six plants in your house. And you're allowed to give an ounce away to somebody else. Um, Now, the downside that I found out about, uh, and this is the part I want to get you guys' opinion on. The downside is that people under the age of 21 who get caught, it will be criminalized. So it's going to be kind of like... 
you know, like how if a minor is in possession of alcohol now, under you know, under the age of 21, you get caught with liquor, you know, it's it's something that stays on your record for a little while. It's not like anything you necessarily have to do. Like, when I got mine, I just had to pay a fine, and then it stayed on my record for, like, seven years or something like that, and then it was done. But, um, you know, some people have to go to, like, probation and do these different things, you know, when, uh, when they get caught with, uh, with liquor under the age of 21. So in California, if they pass the legalization, that same thing will happen to weed. But it'll be legal for everybody over 21. So how do you guys feel about that? It'll be legal for everybody over 21, but if you're under 21, you could possibly actually be criminalized for it. Whereas, as it stands right now, nobody's criminalized for it. Um. <clears throat> that makes it a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, man, it's kind of like... You know, I I feel like, you know, I started smoking at a young age and, and all that. So I feel like, you know, I understand the appeal and everything else, but it's kind of like with cigarettes. Like, you got to be 18 to smoke them. It's like with drinking, you got to be 21 to drink. I know plenty of people that were underage when they started drinking. Like, yeah. that was a thing for them. And yeah, I was underage when I started smoking uh, cigarettes. I at was that like point, it's like you take that risk. Like you gotta, you gotta mature enough to earn the right to do it. You may not understand it at the time. I didn't understand it at the time. I still, to some degree, don't agree with that a hundred percent. But like, if that's what it takes to get everybody to a point of where, once you reach level twenty-one in life, <laughs> in the game of life. It's over after that. Like, there's no penalties. Like, or not, you know, a point to where you're going to go to uh, to jail or have to pay for probation and go through courses and classes and mm-hmm. learn all this dumb shit. Like, if you've ever had to go to those, like, you, you know, like, that that teaches you more <clears throat> about drugs than you ever thought you would know. Like, I learned how to make meth the first day in a drug course that was trying to teach me how to get off of drugs and I didn't even have a drug problem I was just caught up in Mm -hmm. some bullshit and they were like oh you have to go to these courses and I was like okay well we'll go to them yeah what about you BK what do you what do you think well I mean I guess I understand but like Personally, I I don't think marijuana should be kind of like that. Like, if you're caught with it, I don't think it should be something that's criminal put on your record. Like, I also had an incident, and um, I had to actually take a class. It was called PTI, Pre-Trial Intervention Program. Mm-hmm. And I had to do that just to get it taken off my record because it was showing as a misdemeanor on there. And I was like, right. what am I going to do? Like, most people... Most jobs actually judge you off those charges. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't have that on my record. I ended up having to pay like a grand in fines. Yep. Had to pay each time to get a drug test taken. Had to pay to take a four-hour stop class. Like That same shit happened to me. I had to do all that same shit, and I was on probation for a year and a half. Yeah, I was because on it I for got six caught, months. Because I got caught with 2.3 grams. <laughs> a year and a half probation, basically the same amount of fines. All that wow. shit. Like, that's crazy, right? Yeah, it's bullshit. So, and I'm like, alcohol does way more damage to people. And way people more. And I got an MIP, too. That was the thing. I got caught. I had an MIP when I was when I was 18. 
I got yeah. caught with alcohol. All I had to do was pay a $250 fine, and that was it. And that's all I had to do. And then it stayed on my record for, like, like I said, like seven years. And then that was it. Versus when I got caught with weed, it was a year and a half probation. I had a gang more fines, like yeah, over $1,000 worth of fines. Had to go in there and drop. Had to call mm-hmm. this number every morning. And if they, like, said the color you were assigned to or whatever, you had to go drop. And I was like, I don't even live in the area where I got caught. Like, I was in school at the time. I was like, I live three hours away from here. So, like, how am I supposed to drop? Like, you want me to... I can find somewhere up there, maybe, but I can't be coming to Detroit every every morning. Like, I live three hours away. So, I ended up having to, like, figure that out. And I had to pay the people every time I dropped for them to, like, send the results in. And it was crazy. So, yeah, like, it's... You know, it's just ridiculous the type of the type of shit you got to go through when you get caught with some some bud. Like that's ridiculous. And it doesn't even like affect you in the same way that alcohol does. Alcohol. Not even close. <clears throat> and yeah, like it's not not even close at all. Alcohol ruins lives. Weed only improves people's lives. Mm-hmm. Well, just uh, statistically speaking, a hundred thousand people. Each year, die from alcohol-related causes. That's a hundred thousand people a year. How many people have died from marijuana ever? Zero, unless like a fucking and I, to quote Joe Rogan, unless a fucking <laughs> CIA plane fucking accidentally dropped their load of marijuana and it fell on your head. Yeah, you haven't died from marijuana. You can smoke literally more than half your body weight i think there was actually a study um i think the way that like they did say i think they said it is physically possible to overdose on marijuana however hold on the amount you would have to smoke is not physically capable to do i think that's what it is i know i heard that somewhere i don't remember if i read that somewhere or or where I got that from, and that might not even be true, but I think that would probably be the only most likely. Well, there was a study, <laughs> you know like I was saying, saying on a, I want to say it was BBC or something like that, uh, where they, because the general consensus was if you smoked more than half of your body weight, um, or consume more than half of your body weight in marijuana, uh, that you would overdose. So they gave rats uh, more than three times their body weight every day uh, for two days. And the rats went into a coma-like state for three weeks and then woke up and ate everything. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's actually real, but (laughs) it makes for a good enough story. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Something else we were talking about, um, uh, BK, you were saying that the woman you were talking to about, uh, the abortions, right? You were saying that she says it's extremely rare for, uh, life of the mother to be an actual reason to have to get an abortion, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I just, I find that hard to believe, like... I think we're looking up the the stats right now on that, but it's six to eight percent of U.S. pregnancies um, have 
preeclampsia and gestinal high blood pressure according about 6 to 8%. That's what it's saying. I don't know what that means. But... Well, think about how many people that is. 6 to 8% of the whole population? Or, I mean, of all pregnancies? pregnancies, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking people. That's a lot more than, like... Mm-hmm. Than what that lady's saying. Like, and I've never heard of one person. How <laughs> many... Uh, right, you see what I'm saying? And, and how many... Let me... Let, let's figure this out, too. How many... Um, stillbirths are there. Hold on, this says statistics tell a different story. In fact, through pregnancy related deaths fell dramatically in 20th century. They have been on the rise since 1987 according to Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. Uh, there were 7.2 deaths per 100,000 live births in 1987. By 2003, what number had risen to 14.5 deaths for every 100,000 live births? So it doubled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that woman didn't know what she was talking about is what you're saying yeah absolutely okay and <laughs> yeah that's why doing and the show it's saying like that first thing <laughs> that I was talking about uh, ectopic pregnancy for example affects 19.7 out of every 1000 North American births so like that's even a higher that's number. Way so higher. it's saying like that is a real a real problem that can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like so yeah, see how many stillbirths there are in in the United States. Alright, let me look that up. Cause a lot of those are you can figure that type of stuff out before the baby's gonna be born. Also, and that's a cause for abortion. Is she against that? You're yes. Wow. <laughs> she said that there was no law for exception for exceptions, right? Yeah. She was fully against abortion, no matter just what no the matter what the circumstances. You're not allowed to take away human life, rape, so incest. Said. Oh yeah, she All said that. She said the life is still. But alive. if the baby, or if the thing is dead already inside of you, like if it's not gonna make it to to turn. And that's already been proven. She's against that, too. That's what I'm... Like, it's already dead at that point. She said that she knows people that that has actually happened. And they survived it, and I was like, well, that's not the cause for all people. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't necessarily matter if they survive it at that point. If thing... If, if whatever it's gonna be, a boy or a girl or whatever, you know what I'm saying? If the fetus inside of you is not gonna make it to term. And, uh... Why make her go through that whole mm -hmm. thing? You know what I mean? That makes no sense. Like, it doesn't say that in the Bible anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's people's defense. They say it's against Christianity and stuff. God commits abortion in the Bible, people. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, the Egyptians, he kills all of the firstborn. And he tells people to kill the enemies and kill the babies in the womb and rip them from their bellies and... And then he literally commits co abortion in the Bible. Like, he himself as God goes through Samaria and rips the fetuses out of all the women's stomachs. Like, that's abortion. Like, and then there's the whole bitter water thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, your wife, numbers, yeah. if your wife cheats on you and she gets pregnant by the other dude, 
you're supposed to give her bitter water, and if it's the other dude's baby, then the baby will die. And it'll cause immense pain, her abdomen will swell, and... Mm-hmm. But if it's your baby, it's going to be all good, and it's going to make it, and you'll be straight. That's the Bible story. <laughs> like, obviously paraphrased terribly, but that's the gist of the story. And, and, uh, so that's abortion, basically. That's basically what's, if you want to look at the Bible and allegories and shit, that's, that's what that is. That's saying if your wife cheats on you and she gets pregnant by another dude, get an abortion. That's what that means, right? Like, is there any other interpretation for that? So, like, you're arguing about something that's not even there. Well, like it doesn't I've had say that anymore. argue with me, but it's never any logical argument. It's just like you're a Satanist and you're, and I'm like, no, this isn't. It literally this says is not it. what I believe in, and I've literally like shown them the scripture, and they're like, no, mm-hmm. no, you're you're the evil person, and I'm like, I remember that. My God isn't, and I'm like, I'm not saying that your God has to be anything evil. I'm not saying any of that but mm-hmm. if, but you, if you, believe you believe in, in the book yeah then, then the book says this then you should fucking read it yeah and go yeah and that's that's right. my problem with religious people is they don't know what's in it so when you bring stuff up like stuff like that up they just dismiss it and act like it's not there and it's like no it's there i'm showing you where it's at do i need to literally physically pull out a bible in front of you and show you where it's at because i can like it's there, you know what I mean? Just because I pulled it off the internet doesn't mean it's not there. Because that's what people will say, like, oh, you got that off the internet, that's not the real. Okay, well, I'm telling you, look this verse up and tell me it doesn't say the same thing in your Bible. Yeah. Because it does. So, that's uh, ridiculous. Like, to go back to the uh, pregnancy thing, it says, uh, stillborn births affect one in 160 pregnancies, but uh, less than 1%. Okay. Okay, so that's not necessarily... But that doesn't mean... Like, so, okay, let me... This might be a little too specific of a of a number to get, but let's see if we can find it. Well, I mean, it has How to How many be pregnancies impactful. don't make it to term? Not because of abortion. Excluding abortion. That should probably be the, the phrasing of it. Because that's really what, what I'm trying to get at. Like, if the baby's not going to make it to term, what's wrong with uh, speeding up that process of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, getting getting your life back to normal and not worrying about being pregnant anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, that seems like the, uh, the logical approach to me, <laughs> you know, but... Mm-hmm. But I'm also not a Bible thumper, so... But if I was, I would really, I would study it. I mean, that's why I'm not a Bible thumper, because I know it. Like, my mom, she was telling somebody a story, like, yesterday about um, how, uh, how well I know it. Because one of my cousins, she tried to say something about me having tattoos and how that's um, against the Bible or whatever. Which it is. It does, you know, um... I forgot the the exact scripture on that, but it definitely does say something about, you know, changing or altering your, your body or whatever. It's like piercings and tattoos and things like that. You know, it's just, you're not supposed to do none of that. 
but um but yeah she drinks she smokes or well she doesn't smoke but she drinks and she she cusses and she parties and you know what i'm saying like does stuff that most christians quote unquote are not supposed to do so it's like i hit her with that and she basically turned around and walked away at that point so you know like that's that's why i don't uh believe in it because i know what's in it and it doesn't make sense but but anyway were you able to get those numbers um, I wasn't able to get the full numbers on it. I'm not able to find that. Um, could be because of, you know, that session earlier. But mm-hmm. uh, this says 20% of, 20% chance of miscarriage. So with the other statistics, I mean, you're looking at, you know, at this point, 26, 27% chance just off of those alone. Mm-hmm. See, so... These are fairly high percentages, like, it's definitely a slight likelihood that this can happen to you. So, if, if this is the situation, and your your doctor is able to predict it, or is telling you, like, I'm sorry, you know, the uh, the baby didn't make it, and if you're six months in, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're a, six months in, and the baby is already not made it, like, like at that point. At that point. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, like, what do you mean she has to, like, there is no carrying it to term at that point. It's not growing anymore. It's it's done, <laughs> you know, so I don't understand that. Yeah. How can you be against that? Like, that just makes no sense. Like, there is no argument for that. You're going to risk both lives instead of just one that's not fully developed. That doesn't make any sense. You are already breathing and functioning and living and have a life and people who love you and care about you not that nobody already doesn't love and care about the fetus but it's still unborn i mean and let's be real it's a lot easier to detach yourself from something that wasn't ever there mm-hmm. like let's just be like and that's because that's a lot of people's argument also for not uh getting abortions it's like well you could just carry it to term and then like this is excluding the medical reasons at, at this point mm-hmm. but people are like you you can just carry it to term and then put it up for adoption Along it's with like the other four hundred thousand children waiting to be adopted. Exactly, that's number one. You know, you're so what you're saying is so. My thing is on that if you don't have it set up ahead of time, where you know you know the family ahead of time and you know it's a good family and you know your child's gonna be well taken care of and yada yada. If you don't have that set up, then you're putting your kid in the foster system. The foster system is terrible to be in. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like so. Why would you why would you do that? Like you're not increasing the kids chances of succeeding or, you know, being living a prosperous life. Honestly, that's kinda of giving it a hard life right off the bat. So yeah, like, you know what I mean? That's that's another reason why I feel like it's of course the the woman's choice. Now, this may be a little controversial and I want you guys' opinion on it also, but Okay, so there was a law passed somewhere in somewhere in Europe. I forgot what country it was, but basically the law is because women have the right to get an abortion without consenting with the man, basically. Like, if the woman wants the abortion and the man's like, no, nah, I don't get it, she can still do it, and that's perfectly fine, right? Mm-hmm. So the law is if the man doesn't isn't prepared to raise a child or wants to you know necessarily 
be a dad at that moment or whatever, he can sign, you know, basically the uh, all the rights over. But along with that, he's not allowed to have any contact ever with, you know, that child. He's never allowed to reconnect or do anything like that. Like, you have to completely be out of the picture. Mm-hmm. But at that point you then you know give up your rights and that's essentially the what they're what they were calling like a male abortion kind of thing so what, what's you guys' opinion on that because i actually think that's fair i think that's fair just because it does take two people to get pregnant so to put all of the because a lot of women do that like mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna say a lot of women do that like that's that's probably unfair like them Definitely, it's a minority of women, but there are some women who, you know, do get pregnant. I'm not going to say, well, some probably do get pregnant on purpose and they want to, you know what I'm saying? Like just for the sake of getting you for the child support or whatever, like if you're in a good position, like because they have that power, like they can just be like, no, I'm not getting an abortion. You know what I mean? And so... At that point, as a man, you're stuck, like, and the system is rigged against men when it comes to child support and rights, for the most part, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes that shit is warranted, because there are some dudes who, you know, don't need to be in the in the picture, because they're terrible people, yeah. but for the most part, that's not the case. So, you know, like, what, so what's you guys' thoughts on that, like... <clears throat> well, I think like the the whole idea of a male abortion, like if you want to sign your rights away and you want to get out of that, I suppose it's a good way to ensure that the life isn't lost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that the child is still born mm-hmm. um, or potentially born. And the... Dad doesn't have any obligation at that point. I don't agree with it on a personal level because my kids are the greatest things in my life. Like, there's no way. As far as, like, the whole... But, right, but, yeah, like, policy-wise, though, do you think that, like, that should be... Like, do you think if we implemented that in the United States, that would be a good thing? I see it from uh, both perspectives like so i think like if you're going to sign your rights away at that point in time you should no longer have the right to intervene in that person's life correct like if that person seeks you out and they try to establish contact later in life fine Mm -hmm. that should be an open avenue but it shouldn't be the other way around the other way around like if you want them to find you you and you should be able to like say okay they should be able to find me but if not, then because I feel like when people do reconnect like that, it can be a beautiful thing and like they can explain their side of the story. Yeah, I agree. And um, and yeah, that's why I was asking you like from a legal policy perspective, because, you know, there's certain people like, for example, Hillary's uh, vice president. He says this about himself. He says, or, yeah, the yeah, his my, uh, what's his name? Tim Kaine. He said, um that he's personally against abortion, but in policy, he believes it should be, you know, legal, and he agrees with uh, Roe versus Wade from a legal perspective. So he's basically saying if he got somebody pregnant, he wouldn't want them to get an abortion, and he doesn't want anybody in his family to get an abortion. 
but he does feel like people outside of his immediate circle should have the right to because he's not them you know what I mean so although I don't necessarily agree with that specific perspective like I can respect it at least you know what I'm saying so like from that perspective you feel like it should be a legal thing like yeah absolutely I believe it should be legal as far as it's it's your own individual choice mm-hmm and that's that's where I stand on pretty much everything like if I want to do something I should be able to do it like we say we're the land of the free but how free are you in the sense of you right. can't do a I can't, lot of shit like, I can't go outside and smoke weed right now nope you, can't you know what I'm saying like I can't just do that yeah. like I could but I'd be risking you know getting caught and going to shit, getting arrested get and stop shit. just walking around Sometimes. That happened to me twice out here. That happened to me twice out here. I got pulled over. I was walking. I was walking down the street in Gilbert, and I got pulled over. They made me show my ID and all this stuff, and they kept asking me what my nickname was and all of this. And I'm like, I don't fucking have a nickname. I'm not even from out here. Like you see on my ID that it says I'm from Michigan, and he's like, just questioning me and shit. And then you know they left me alone. Another time I was riding my bike and got pulled over. <laughs> that happened. And I was really happy that he didn't go in my backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, it, uh, it's just silly. Like, I, why, I shouldn't be worried about him going in my backpack. Like, if he looks in there, what was in there should be Okay. You know what I'm saying? You just, oh, that's all. Okay. Yeah. Be on your way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should be like that. I totally He shouldn't that. be like, oh, you're under arrest for blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, it shouldn't, yeah. that's ridiculous. That's so stupid. Unless you're doing it, like, in a public, unless you're the guy that's running butt naked down the street. Yeah, like. <laughs> like, it's spring break yeah. in Panama City, and you're just <laughs> Yeah, baby. Doing the <laughs> doing the fucking what is it? The, the helicopter. The helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like you know, unless you're really yeah, that, like that's that's basically my standard. As long as you whatever you're doing is not affecting anybody else in a negative way, other than feelings. Like you can hurt other people's feelings all day. I'm all for that. But as far as uh, like on a physical level or on a financial level or on a, you know, something like that or like on a level where you're doing like, what is which one is uh, spoken like lies against somebody in the media? Is that slander or libel? Slander. That's slander. Yeah. So if you're not, if you're doing slander, I don't agree with that either. Um, you know, shit like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, basically, I feel like you should be able to do and say whatever you want as long as it doesn't physically or financially or in a slanderous or libelous way affect somebody else and slander and libel are really fucking hard to prove anyway so you know what i'm saying that doesn't really happen for real like it's really hard to win cases on that shit because it's hard to prove what somebody's intentions are as far as uh you know what they're trying to do to your reputation 
Yeah, exactly. Like, if they're just putting out news that's true, then they're not necessarily trying, trying to hurt you. To hurt you. They're, just, level, yeah. they're just reporting, you know, versus somebody putting out lies that are obvious falsehoods, you know what I mean? Like, and they're not doing it in a way that's, like, um, like, tabloidish or, uh, what's it called? Um, satirical. Like if if it's a, if it's a satire piece, then yeah, uh, that's free speech too. You can say whatever the fuck you want, and you can do whatever, because it's satire. That's the point of it, you know. And if it's a tabloid, that's basically I feel like that's satire, to a degree. Like they try they pass it off as if it's real news, but we all just know it's not real news. Like the National Enquirer has like alien reports and Bigfoot visits and shit every other week, and Elvis is not dead and. You know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. And it's like, we all know that's bullshit, of course. So, you know, that's, like I said, that's almost... I don't know, man. I believe Bigfoot could be out there. But what is Bigfoot, though? Like, Bigfoot is, <laughs> like... <laughs> like a Yeti, bro. Like, But what is it? What, like, what's that, though? Is that, like, an early hominid or something like that? Like, an early f- form of human? Either is that, that what Bigfoot or like is? Or is a variety of, of uh, humanoid species. Species. So another type of hominid, then. Speak. Not Homo sapien, but Homo something else. I don't know. I just think of it as like a giant furry gorilla that could potentially be smarter or way dumber than me. <laughs> like, because I feel like stronger for sure. Like, definitely stronger, right? Like you don't but, want to box it, but yeah, hell no. I'm not trying to catch the bait <laughs> with Bigfoot at all, but but I could hit it with a rock and hope for the best. <laughs> but he like stands up on his two legs and shit, right? Like, he doesn't run around on all fours, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's gotta be, like, some sort of human, some, like, you know what I mean? Like, another species of human, perhaps, because apes don't stand like that. That's the difference between us and apes, is because we, you know what I mean? Like, they can stand like that, but as far as just, like, getting around and shit, they use their arms to get around, they run on all fours. You know what I mean? So if Bigfoot's not doing that, then Bigfoot is closer to us. Then, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've been up like um, we've we've actually been up through Bigfoot country, like in uh, Northern California. Mm-hmm. Like we stayed the night out there. Oh yeah, we went camping. It was scary. <laughs> we thought we saw a UFO. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, on the beach in uh, Northern Cali and Navarro Beach. Yeah, Navarro Beach. I told you guys about the time I uh, saw the, uh, what's it called? The Phoenix Triangle or the, the Phoenix, Phoenix Lights. Lights. Yeah. What's that? It's the triangle formation that comes uh, over Phoenix. Phoenix Lights was the largest UFO sighting or mass UFO sighting in uh, America or the world for that matter and that was in like 2000 something. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah no I wasn't here for that but I was uh, like this was like last year or something like that. I was out playing frisbee golf and it got late and it was just me, my boy and a couple of other people that were at the park. And I don't even think anybody else really noticed it, to be honest with you, because it was quiet out. And it stayed quiet the whole time. But me me and my boy were talking or whatever. We both looked up at the same time. And there were three lights, you know, in a triangle. And then 
we both looked at each other again or whatever and he was just like starting to tell me like yo you ever heard of the phoenix lights we both looked up shit was gone no sound no nothing like you couldn't so i don't even know if anybody else like because that wasn't like a mess like i said there was nobody really out and it was you know but but i've looked it up since then and i was like yeah that's definitely what i saw like (laughs) you know what i mean it just looked a little bit smaller than that well the was weird yeah it looked like an airplane at first like just steady cruising and then it stopped and sat there for a second and we were like yo did you see that shit and then it like just slowly started going in again and just like kind of disappeared like literally into space damn like it didn't just shoot across it like disappeared like gradually outwards i was like okay what i was gonna say about the uh yeah that shit was crazy because i remember like looking up at it and i was like well, i only had one beer like this can't be real <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like maybe if i had like four or eight like, something yeah. some dirty hippie gave me or <laughs> we <laughs> like, had one beer we didn't, we didn't even, even smoke or anything we were we didn't even like buy that. fruit from the fruit stand so like i was <laughs> yeah, like man. all of this stuff <laughs> like there's no possible tampering <laughs> like, we literally were just like what the fuck and then we we're like oh time to go into the tent yeah but, um, yeah, what I was going to say, I lost it, man. Oh, we were talking about aliens and stuff. Oh, to uh, the <laughs> Phoenix Lights, like the mass sighting, they said that that same formation has been seen all throughout history and that the Indians around here, the or the natives, I don't want to be offensive, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that even is offensive. They say that that, like, same formation has been seen all throughout their history and their culture. Like, hmm. I watched a documentary on it once. And it's been in this area, because obviously they're, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pretty like, heavy populated out here. Well, where where we go uh, scorpion hunting up on South Mountain, like, that area is, like, where the the most sightings have been seen. I've never seen them out there. Yeah. But usually because I'm looking at the ground. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, too. Like, Not that we're, like, conspiracy theorists and, you know, but we do believe in life elsewhere, just to yeah, make that clear. for sure. Um, you know, I don't necessarily believe in UFOs or whatever, like, because it's not really a UFO if it's a spacecraft, you know what I'm saying? Like, we pretty much can identify that type of shit. Like, mm-hmm. there isn't really any spacecrafts that there's, like, physical evidence of actually being on the, uh, on the planet, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's different sightings and stuff, but those things can, for the most part, be explained. Like, not necessarily the Phoenix Lights, but, you know, not not for, like, the thousands of years that, you know, people have been seeing it or whatever, or the hundreds of years, I don't know, that might be a myth, but you know what I mean? Like, well, I've been to the, uh, the... But like other UFO. UFO museum in Roswell, yeah, and like their their documents are like up in the millions. Yeah, but I mean, what are the? But is it proof that they came from like other planets and stuff like that? Like, or is it just stuff that they didn't stuff? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely things I feel like that like the government can. You know, like, different things they could be testing and drones and all types of shit that they could be flying and controlling that we don't know about or that they haven't necessarily publicly released. Mm-hmm. That they have the technology to make shit just disappear and do different cool shit like that. 
and we just don't know about that shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's possible. So, if that's possible, then if some shit landed somewhere and people are like, oh shit, that's some alien shit. Like, do they have bodies of aliens in that bitch? Like, if they don't have no bodies, then it's like, mm, that could be anything from here. That's true, but, like, out of all of the documents, like, when I was there, like, the statistics that they had um, posted on the wall and, like, what the curator and stuff would tell you is that if even just 1% of the documents housed in that building um, were true, then it would be literal hundreds of thousands of documented cases of extraterrestrial life. Like not from this planet so Mm -hmm. and like i got to like look at some of it some of it was kind of convincing like it's it's a variation of just like paper documents to actual videos and photography and like different ways that people have captured what they believe to be that hmm i don't know i don't know what do y'all think are ufos real are we being space invaded is donald trump an alien (laughs) <laughs> is Hillary Clinton a lizard person? <laughs> we may never know. Uh, this is Shane. This is Batman. This is BK. This is the JTS show. Peace. <laughs>